0: welcome to your new favorite podcast about anime and movies soccer photography my name is lance and uh, i started watching anime at the age of fucking 17 and the first one i watched was sword art online and at the time i thought this was the best anime ever i then later watched more anime and realized that <laughs> i was kind of wrong in that fact
1: um there's a little bit about me and uh moving on we've got a. Uh, Okay, I guess I'll go next. Uh, My name is Brady. I actually my first anime that I watched was when I was 15. I watched One Punch Man. And I was like, hey, this is all right. And then when I was 18, I watched, uh, what was it? My Hero Academia, and I thought it was the best thing ever. And uh, my I'm a little bit similar to Lance in the in the vein where I think that's probably one of the worst animes I've ever seen at this point. (laughs) um as for movies i've just recently gotten into you know getting really into the filmmaking art and uh really paying attention to like the craft and really appreciating what i actually watch now so and then i'll pass it on to our next uh, co-host my
2: name's vincent uh i watched one punch man as well for my first anime it was back in like the summer of my sophomore, junior year of high school, which was like two or three years. No, more like four. No. We're old, man. Four. Four. Yeah. <laughs> um, But yeah, I watched that one for my first one. Thought it was the coolest shit ever. I hated on anime a lot before that. But when I watched that, I was like, what have I been missing out on? (laughs) And so then I binged a bunch of the long shows. You know, you got Naruto, Bleach, One Piece, Dragon Ball, the usuals. And then for movies, I mean, I've been watching movies with my grandpa since I was a wee lad. And now it's kind of evolved to, as Brady said, kind of appreciating the art form more as it as it is art, rather than just schlock to consume.
0: That's very awesome. That's a valid point. I actually forgot to talk about movies. I've always fucking loved movies.
1: Well, this is uh, an anime podcast.
0: Yeah, that's true. But uh, I kind of just... Because of you, Brady, actually, I kind of got into the whole, like, actually rating movies and, like, looking at them from, like, the... Hey, is this actually a good movie, or... Am I just enjoying it because I had nothing else to do?
1: Did it just make a lot of money? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> basically. So, yeah. So basically, um, soccer um, we talk about anime and movies. The first episode, we have, uh, two things lined up that we previously talked about, uh, from now on though, and the second and third and whatever episodes, we're going to just be recommending things to each other. So I think this episode, uh, the first, uh, anime we're talking about is Attack on Titan. And then we're going to be moving on to a movie. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) I'm sure you guys have a lot to say about it. Um, I think so many people have a lot to say about that. And hopefully we have something that isn't just uh, parroting what everybody else says. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So at the very end uh, this week, I will be recommending a movie. Vincent will be recommending an anime and then we will watch it and reconvene in two weeks to record the next episode, which will be posted the following Sunday. So yeah. that's just a little bit of a rundown of what um, this podcast is about. Uh, who wants to start off the discussion?
2: On right. Attack, on Titan? Yeah. On, Attack want, on Titan? On Attack you on Titan. Do you want to go, Lance, <laughs> or should I?
0: Uh, you know, you go ahead, dude. Go ahead. I guess okay. just
1: start out with your experience on uh, how like, you sort of came to, to watch it. Okay. Yeah,
2: so um, I watched it probably a good year or two after all the hype for it had hit its crescendo, so to speak. Oh, really? Yeah, uh, I did not I watch was it like... when it first came out. I watched it when yeah. season two was out, which, oh man, that's actually a while after that first season because they had a bunch of delays and stuff. There but... was a
1: rather large gap. I think it was like yeah. three yeah. or four years or something. Yeah, it was pretty long. It was a
2: while. But I watched the first season of it and I thought it was phenomenal. Uh, the really? second half was... It kind of slowed down for me a little bit, but I loved the, the Titan fight at the end with Annie and. Um, Aaron, and I guess spoilers <laughs> for this first season. Sorry, I mean, yeah, we we're, do we're spoilers about... on this show.
1: If we talk about something, we're going to be fully uh, you know, doing the entire conversation. Yeah, yeah. Spoiler, um, spoiler alert. You can always go
2: watch the 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 shows and movie that we talk about beforehand and come back and listen, but. Yes, we will be spoiling everything. We should probably give a disclaimer for that at the beginning of every.
1: Uh, well, I'm podcast. pretty sure at this point the show's eight years old now, or at least season yeah. one is. So everybody kind of knows what happens.
2: But yeah, I loved the the first bit of it. Really showed uh, just what a different kind of show it it is and was at the time that it came out. Uh, I it can't is... remember what was coming out alongside it, but I know there probably most definitely was not anything like it. Um, it is very went... unique
1: in the sense that it's very gory and yeah. shocking, yeah. especially the first season. The first season had this massive hype around It goes around balls it. to the
2: walls, yeah. It really say... just
1: doesn't hold back. Mm-hmm. At all, as Aaron gets his
2: arm cut off and eaten by a by a titan.
1: Literally, every character they introduced in the first few episodes just fucking dies in yeah. a brutal, horror, horrific uh, way. It, honestly, this is probably in that the only... sense.
2: It reminded me of yeah. Game of Thrones. Well, then you yeah. get the
0: trust, and you get the characters. And you're like, oh yeah, these are the main characters, and you realize no,
1: yeah, you no, really don't not. know who is going to stick around after they just start dropping like mm-hmm. flies. It's very. Uh, um,
2: I'm not going to have too much to say about like the end and kind of speculatory stuff near the, the end with uh, how season four ended just because I I have read the manga. I haven't read the last two volumes of it. I'm saving yeah, that dude. to watch. But uh, just because I don't want to accidentally give anything away for that. But my what thoughts are on he reads mangas. Yeah, I do. <laughs> yeah, uh, I want but... to point that
1: out. Um, Lance and I do not read manga and Vincent does.
2: Yeah, so. I don't. I try not to read manga that uh, is a show that I'm very interested in and very like following along with, uh, just because I do like to have the music and the uh, voice acting there to supplement it. But I I will read manga. Yeah, um, my thoughts on season two and three, and I guess a little bit of on four. Two is. The best season out of all of them,
1: hands down. I like, was gonna ask uh, if we wanted to talk about each of the seasons sort of individually because I think that all okay. of the hype, sort of when season one was coming out, was just extremely annoying. It was and like yeah. middle school, yeah.
2: middle school edge hype. It
1: really, it really, it ex- really, that's a ex- that is a way yeah. to describe it.
0: Season one, I actually watched on Netflix, the like the dubbed version back in high school before they even released season two or anything. And I thought it was like the best thing ever, but I also didn't like really notice any of the hype because I wasn't that into anime at the time.
1: I think it got a lot better once. Honestly, I would say yeah. season one is sort of a, a prequel. Like, a little, yeah. It really yeah, doesn't yeah. even really start to kick off until season two when there's like an actual season two, line.
2: Yeah really get a hint to all the mystery and like all the all the yes. shit that's going on behind the scenes
1: yeah absolutely and it really it really has evolved over the years like season one mm-hmm. to season four it's in an, it's it's the same show with the same characters and the same struggles but it's entirely different they've built the world so so oh, well yeah.
2: I mean, the first half of season three is just a straight political drama through and through until and you it, get yeah, to the very end. Yeah, that's actually
0: my favorite season it's, because it's, of that.
2: I love the political drama aspect.
0: I thought that was so like just I
2: loved the, the second half of of season three as well. Yes, yeah. yes,
1: season three is pretty strong. I forgot Indeed. about that. Some of the arcs in the show as well are just so massive. I honestly consider them different seasons. So if, if you mm-hmm. haven't seen yeah, the show, yeah. they separate uh season three into two chunks. And the same thing with season four. But the second half of season four isn't out yet.
2: So we'll guess, talk
1: about that when it does come out. Obviously. Yeah. Do you guys want to talk like about it? um season four? Because I guess that's what's fresh is new in and my hot. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh, I'll let someone else go. Okay, I just want to leave this off with uh, they killed Sasha and I'm still a little upset about. that.
1: <laughs> See, and I learned to not get attached to characters.
0: Look, I'm, yeah, I mean, don't get attached to them. But Sasha and Connie just had a dynamic. And I was like, I love these two characters.
1: I think in, it's just the way they killed her where all the other characters really yes. care about her. And I just don't. I don't. I'm not really attached to any characters except for Those uh, are uh, Aaron like a- and Armin.
2: Yeah, like, and that.
1: anybody else could yeah. honestly just go eat a dick. I don't yeah, care. No. Okay. They won't exactly. kill Levi. They won't kill Aaron unless they do, and then I it, really like that. Connie's
0: but... character though. Like if they killed Connie, I would be upset. Nice. Spaghetti. I like as well. And I think yeah. these yes. side
1: characters, there's just so much I'm going all... on, and they're they're so d- that, like the show is so dense in itself, and like they just don't give enough time to some of the side characters for them yeah. to shine. There's some nice little moments with Connie and Sasha, but over overall, yeah. they just don't really matter.
2: I'm hoping my my boy Jean makes it through this. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. There it's... are definitely characters I am attached to, but if they do die, I know, like you know, I mm-hmm. should should have been expecting it. I think uh, it's didn't... more
0: upsetting about Sasha, though, is just the way, just how they. Did it. it was so fucking
2: dirty, though. Yeah. Like, like right after they're, a, they're quote, unquote, success.
0: yeah, like it's a, success, a successful mission. They're escaping, and then she gets shot by an actual child.
2: Yeah, I think you mean dumb uh, bitch. Okay, yeah, you're right. Which, dumb bitch, my yeah, bad. see,
1: and I was just about to bring that up. Like, people really do not like, um, what is that character's name? Gabby. There <laughs> was Gabby, true, Gabby. there was true white hot rage for her
2: when that episode. And aired. I really don't understand oh, yeah.
1: because how can you take somebody who is literally a victim, a child soldier, yeah. a victim of uh, a tyrannical government, yes. and essentially brainwashing, um, how can you blame a like a a child for that? Because I one, think... she's a child, and two, the situation that she's been put in. You, you have to, you know. And I think that's something they do well on the show. They don't um, immediately kill her because they yeah. sort of understand, like
0: they want to hey, give that arc a uh, little redemption arc thing for. Her yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah.
1: absolutely. And she's uh, in season four. She's slowly learning that, like yeah, every time I've been with Tulko, and, yeah. And, and... Is, then, is wrong and and the other characters in the show had many years to like you know because there was a develop time scan. yeah the, to kind of why they have their thought process absolutely yes. they learn things one at a time and she is quite literally oh my god curled actually, into the devil's lair is what she thinks it is so yeah now that
0: you say something though her character is a lot like young Aaron yeager it's it, like, all those people that are like hating on gabby it's like She's just Aaron Yeager, but on the other side. Like, that, that is, is the exactly exact
1: how. She's just like Aaron, Aaron and Reiner. Yes. Yep. That's exactly how they wrote her, too. She, there's mm-hmm. extreme parallels between her and Aaron. And I honestly like. People really love Aaron for no reason, and dude, like, people still so, love Aaron after he's that really just season a fucking four. Dickhead. Like,
0: no, yeah, he just he's just an as uh, He's always
1: a dickhead. He always treats uh, himself. Uh, he's very selfish, uh, it, he is, which yes. is good for a main character in an in, a, in an anime. It's very refreshing. I love Disney how he's character. basically
2: the villain now. Yeah,
1: yeah, it's, absolutely. It's he's really not cool. objectively good, and he's not. You know, we were talking about how My Hero Academia is terrible earlier. Like, like he's not. He's absolutely so not basic. fucking Midoriya because yeah. he is objectively good and can do no wrong. The only wrong that he does in the entire show is he fails, which is, you know, and Aaron yeah. is out here making actual uh, like like, like life and stakes. death. He's yeah, actually stakes. failing yeah.
2: multiple times and actually coming back from Absolutely. those failures. There's,
1: yeah. And there's stakes. And sometimes he fails and he doesn't care or when he does mm-hmm. fail, he fails in a way that um, if it doesn't benefit him, then he considers it to be a failure. I oh, think yeah. the
2: point in season four where you're really <laughs> supposed to be like, Oh wow. Um, okay. Is when Aaron, I'm pretty sure he just laughs when he hears Connie's last words or something like that. And the blimp, they tell him and he just is like, oh, Sasha. Yeah. Huh?
1: The- or, yeah. Oh, Sasha. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I thought nothing of it. I didn't really think anything of that at that point. I think the uh, real, uh, part where I really just started to dislike Aaron was, uh, when he has this confrontation with mikasa and armin yeah oh yeah and then he's, he's just like, a dick that's that i, is, right that I, I think i it. literally texted you vincent at while i was watching and i was like wow aaron is a real piece of shit i that the character was already on the fence for me and he's a great character but like as just like you know being likable i just
2: mm-hmm. that put him over very the shit. Right? Sure. yeah yeah
1: it's refreshing, though, in an anime to have a character like that, because characters in all animes are always likable. You know, you get your One Pieces where it's like Luffy. I'm going to be the Pirate King. I'm yeah, gonna be yeah. you got you got your Gon, who's just like a cheerful little kid who's just optimistic about life. And then you got Eren, and he, he was just born as a sheep in a pen. And, uh, and he his, don't want to be a sheep.
2: And yeah, he does I'm not want
1: to be a sheep, sheep at show. any yeah. cost. Yeah.
0: Just cattle waiting for slaughter, essentially, is what they call Yeah, it.
1: Yeah, that's what it is, yeah. That's absolutely right. But no,
0: I definitely know where you're coming from. It is refreshing because most animes are either an wholesome main character who's slightly overpowered or just edgy, quiet main character that's slightly overpowered. And here we have a main character that sure, sometimes he seems a little overpowered, but he makes
1: mistakes that legitimately like
0: cost people lives.
1: They do a really good job representing him as a weapon to be used rather than the main character. He needs that
2: army behind him. He's treated like that. Yeah. Throughout the entire show, he's treated like that. And I I think think. for the majority of it, he's like, he's kind of happy about that. Through, like, before they know Marley exists, I think he's like, yeah, (laughs) I'm a weapon to be used against the Titans. And then they find out Marley exists. And he's like, well, I don't want to be used by my government for what they think is the right thing to do. I want to do what I want to do.
1: Absolutely. And I think that's exactly what Zeke is trying to get at as well. Mm hmm. And we can talk about Zeke and Aaron and, you know, uh, Zeke's father and is obviously Grisha Jaeger, who is Aaron's father. And just that whole uh, thing where he was trying to raise his son to be a child soldier as well. But you know, for his purposes, and he was yeah, trying to. I mean, Zeke know,
2: full on like betrays his family just to just to keep surviving, basically. Absolutely, absolutely. And and mm-hmm. then he
1: goes and and does nearly the exact opposite, and he's trying to live a good life. And uh, just as soon as shit hits the fan, he instantly reverts back to his ways and gives mm-hmm. and, you know puts that burden on Aaron's shoulders. And it's just,
0: it really does kind of show.
1: In a weird in a weird
0: kind of way it really does show like the horrors of war. Especially absolutely, like when it comes yeah. to like children.
1: I was just about to mention that. Uh, season four does an excellent fucking job on on just really that's the whole theme especially of the show. Especially the opening episode. Oh yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, when they basically have a suicide bomber child, which is just uh I was gonna insane. say when they
2: drop their citizens and then
1: like yeah, they that, airdrop
2: that titans and shit. Just <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which is, like, I mean,
0: granted, yeah, we don't have, like, titans and shit in real life, but, like... Well, those are China innocent soldiers soldiers people, stuff? those are innocent
1: yeah.
2: Eldians that they're dropping out of those planes. Like, shit, like that does happen, you know?
0: Mm-hmm. Like, it's just they drop, it's insane.
1: They really do drop people out of planes and then turn them into big <laughs> monsters before they hit the ground, and then they fucking eat people. That really that happens. shit's
2: IRL, bro.
1: I'm pretty Yo. sure they made a whole movie about it. I'm pretty sure it's called... Uh, let me look this up. Hang on. Madagascar by DreamWorks. pretty sure? That's what that's about. Yeah, they drop the they drop the lion and shit on the on the island, and he eats everybody. I've that's seen the what
2: movie. the the dude in Jurassic World wanted to do with raptors. He wanted to domesticate raptors and send them into warfare, like war zones, to have them murder.
1: Yeah, terrorists. when you, yeah, you yeah, take a war zone, <laughs> you tape an M sixteen to the to the raptors, and every time they like God. screech, it shoots like ten bullets or something. Yeah. Jesus Boom. Christ. Well, the raptors alms. can
2: communicate, so you can just teach them how to how to say fire in the raptor language. And...
1: Oh, right, because they're clever or something.
2: That's okay. Gal. What is what is going
1: back to Attack on Titan with the whole yeah. Uh, yeah, warfare yeah. <laughs> sort of thing? <laughs> so I'm going to bring it rain, rain it back a little bit. Um, what do you guys fair. What do you guys think of like the whole uh, Titans are becoming outdated sort of thing? Or I guess there's a whole twist in season yes in season four where uh, there's they're actually not in a Weird, shitty medieval world. They're in like a nearly like World War One sort of situation. World War
2: One, two esque,
0: yeah. Yeah, it's definitely World War One. It was very nice to see because if you watch the show, you see like cannons are the most goddamn useless weapon in the show.
1: And then you get to season four, and they make like a
0: different kind of cannon that's able to kill titans. And it's just nice to see that it's like titans like are no longer seen as like this massive op thing, and it's just like.
1: I definitely like it that. as well. Yeah. And Marley is kind of panicking and it's sort of like a like the world is on the brink of an actual world war.
2: Yeah. Did you guys notice in season one when they're on the elevator? Like it's a really it's a really specific scene. But they're they have to work their way through this fortress, this fort in the battle for trust. And they're in this dark oh, room to get on to this, the gas, yeah, basically elevator. Yeah. And they all have like these old school guns and stuff that they have to shoot the Titans with. Uh That's a I don't know that's kind of foreshadowing to it being like yeah it wasn't always like they people came here from a place where
1: I technology guess technology like
2: that was yeah I, I guess yeah, to be relevant.
1: more specific it's more of like a they're a hundred years behind yeah so like you know you think like a hundred years before World War One that was like 1914 so if you think 1814 that's what they basically have they have horses and gas and mm-hmm. So, yeah, but they also have that technology. I forget
2: where it's said, but apparently the crystals and the underneath the soil on that island allow for like the um the the gas for the.
1: Oh right, they mine um, their gas. Yeah, yeah. Yes, that's, that's right. A bit of world building that I just think is fucking stupid. You <laughs> mine the gas out of the crystals?
2: Yeah, it could have been just. Uh, how air <laughs> that shoots your your shit you i never it could have literally
1: just been a natural gas it. mine why do you have to mm-hmm. explain the crystals you don't <laughs> like they're just a resource maybe they're important
2: there. at the very end maybe it's maybe like,
1: whoa, whoa. well you know um, i guess because the crystals are like uh Oh, okay. Here we go. Hang oh, on. I guess maybe it was like a
0: power source. Maybe, maybe I just
1: plugged something uh, together in my head. So all those crystals, like underneath the royal palace, is that what you're yeah. talking about? Yeah. yeah. So that I assumed was like the hardened titan skin.
2: Oh yeah, that, and and oh. the way and the
1: way that the titans sort of evaporate releases a lot of air. Oh shit. Yeah, so I'm thinking I just put that okay, I take it back, whatever. All right, it's not stupid. <laughs> so <laughs> the, it's the good world like saying, it could be got, Titan
0: crystals or whatever.
1: Yeah, absolutely. The, the the I think the world building just got a little bit uh better for me. That's uh, interesting. I didn't even think about that.
0: Well, they you know, thanks Vinny for uh, pointing that out. Now we uh have some more context.
1: Wink. Yeah.
2: That that's cool.
1: And that that really uh you just say wink.
2: You'll, yeah, you can't see me, so <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's inter- I wonder if that goes anywhere. With the I don't crystal know. Builder. It's probably I, I just would really like a like...
2: cherry on top. Yeah. I mean, yeah,
1: I would really like to see like a giant crystal palace, though. Yeah. In, in that in that world, like I just think that would be like, uh, "Fuck you! Look how much power I have." I think that'd be interesting for Aaron to make like a big crystal throne or something. It'd be really on the nose, but. Mm-hmm.
2: I mean, mm-hmm. yeah. What um What did you guys think about the the ending to season four? Like the last shot with Aaron staring at Reiner. Um.
0: I'm excited to see what happens next, but I will say it took a turn. I, I had no, I didn't, I didn't see any of that coming. Where like their whole plan to basically sterilize the entire like what Eldian pop- population? Yeah. Like at the beginning of that season, I legitimately thought that it was going to be all about just them fighting Marley for like trying to like basically you know defeat Marley, and that's it. And
1: that's a big downside for season yeah. four in my mind. I what is fucking that? hate aaron and uh you know zeke's plan is probably yeah. the worst plan of any plan ever yeah. conceived in a tv show ever damn lots of hate i fucking hate zeke and aaron and i think, think they're both all right. pure retards i understand well, where zeke I is think coming it's from. all right
2: to do but i think like zeke like uh how should it, i say this Like, you understand where they're coming from Is what
1: zeke would come up with it's well, definitely like, what he I thinks
2: he'll be treated as a hero because he's gonna euthanize all the Eldians. but what he doesn't realize is that Marley is like, we don't give a shit if you're euthanized or not. We want you dead and subjugated.
1: What they want yeah. is to keep them as a weapon, and that would that yeah. would eliminate that would their rays it. and remove Marley's weapon, which is interesting, and I think it's an interesting plan. Um for, for aaron to go along with that is completely against his character and i think it's just something that uh, i need to see the, the second part of season four yeah that's just it,
0: is when you say that's against I, his character i completely agree because i mean we have early aaron and his whole thing is he wants to kill titans to get revenge on them and then like protect his people
1: kind of i completely now like... expect aaron to go on a big ass yeah. rampage against zeke in part two of season four but. And go on like sort of a redemption arc from part one of season four. But, you know, we get some like speech from Armin or Mikasa or something. No, I think that's been his plan all along.
0: Oh, really? Yeah, I I think think this this is his plan.
1: I think Aaron is smarter than we have been seeing. And I still don't like Aaron, but I think he's (laughs) definitely pulling some strings in Zeke's head. To Can we talk about how fucking huh. stupid
2: Floch is or Flock or whatever yeah, and the that's fuck another his part. name I is? I think that
1: he's just another cog in Aaron's plan.
2: I hate yeah. him so Absolutely. much. Yeah. I hated him when he brought um Ervin back and was like, we should save Ervin instead of Armin. I was like, shut the well, fuck up, Flo. Well, you know,
1: Flock isn't like, you know, an anime audience member. He's not watching it from the outside. If I were him, yeah, I, I know. would... I would definitely want not want Armin, some random piece of shit kid who I don't even know, versus literally the fucking leader of the scouts. I think he, doesn't he know, wanted to arrest I don't remember off the top of my head. So I really the, just... the
0: reason he wanted to make him the Colossal Titan was because he was like He led all of us to our debts. He deserves mm. to see what the fuck just happened. I guess. Like, he basically wanted to do it as revenge. I mean, I I just
1: sort of saw it as uh, um, he was trying to rescue the more senior member. Yeah, well, Uh I what about that scene? For
2: for someone watching is is that we've seen all throughout these seasons. Armin's plans always work. And they almost always like, he's always the one. Yes. Flock, ahead and coming Flock up with like so a,
1: a new recruit or something. I he know. That's why it was know, aggravating Armin. to watch. Cause it was yeah. like, we know
2: that he's just like on top of his game. In the context
1: but... of season four. I agree with you. Flock is terrible. Fucking, and he's awful. Yeah. He's probably the, one of the most hated characters in the show for me. <laughs> oh yeah. But for sure. There are a lot of good characters in the show, you know, like, like I guess Hanji is pretty good. Mika. I like Armin. Hanji. Yeah. Yeah. I think that everybody just else it. is pretty cold blooded. We haven't just... talked about Falco at all.
0: Sorry to interrupt you, Vance. Oh no! Uh, actually, I did want to talk about Falco earlier, and I think that's why everyone hates Gabby so much, is they compare awesome. her to Falco, <laughs> and Falco's trying to sit here and see both sides of the story, even though he was raised the same way as Gabby, and Gabby just refuses to see anything, and she just goes, "No, nah, I hate." The Eldian people, or whatever. And I think that's why everyone hates yeah. Gabby so
1: much, is because Falco's yeah. actually actively trying to like reach peace or do something like that. You got to think he was talking to Aaron for a while, and Aaron was kind of poking and prodding him, well, yeah, and suggesting things to him. Yeah. Uh, what do you Easter guys think of?
2: I forgot he was like talking to Aaron for like I, a whole, yeah. however long that was. It was like only
1: four episodes or five episodes. Four but.
2: episodes, but I'm pretty sure that a lot of time passes in those
1: episodes. Yeah, it's it's multiple. That's true. Uh, what did you guys think of the opening shot of the uh, of the season four? The opening shot. Yeah, the opening shot.
2: Of the Falcon flying in the sky.
1: Yeah, yeah. What'd you guys think about like the whole like first uh, like minute?
2: Hmm. Um. I don't really oh, remember God. the first one. Really? You off can, off you don't?
1: I can, I can jog your memory because it's just so... Uh, yeah, go ahead. Uh, it was just a long so, time ago. It's, it's in, an image that really sticks out of my mind. Uh, you see Falco laying on his back, and he looks up into the sky. He opens his eyes, and there's a falcon flying up there, and he says, uh, like, hey, w- uh, get out of here. It's dangerous or whatever. And that's uh, exactly how oh. Season 1 starts with Aaron. He he wakes up and looks at this guy, and he was having a dream. And Falco mentions to his uh, comrades that he was having a dream about uh, zipping through the oh, trees. Shit!
2: Fuck Jesus Christ! Right.
1: Yes, I think that's just great. I love so Falcon. you think he's going to inherit the attack with, uh, Yeah, yeah, because yeah, uh, at the end of the season, the memory three transfers too, and everything. Yeah, the memory goes through time like it skips ahead. What is that? Yeah. So that just that's just referring to the fact that he will get a Titan. And there's several I think that he can get. That would make sense. But I think I have a couple in my mind that he definitely is going to get. What if he just gets all of them? Oh, that'd be cool. I'll go for the win. Yeah, yeah I'll go cool. for the win, he's dude. pretty. He seems pretty neutral. He seems re- really sympathetic to the Mar- the LDNs signs, at of the same yeah. time being, you know, growing up in Marley. He he really harbors no rage. I really like Falco as a character. I I wish that I could have seen the show from his perspective. He is uh, a gentler Reiner. If Gabby is a more pissed yeah. off Aaron, Falco
2: is a gentler Reiner.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, definitely. I would, I could see I would that, definitely yeah. agree with that. Absolutely. And I really didn't like Reiner until this season as well.
2: Oh, yeah. Reiner is... Reiner and Bertholdt in seasons one through three are just assholes. And then you get oh, yeah. all of Reiner's like PTSD and just emotions in, well, in season four. And it's just like, what the fuck?
1: Reiner had the split personality thing that I thought was yeah. really interesting. Yeah. I still didn't season care. Four. I was like, That's
2: fuck you. off, Reiner.
1: <laughs> I thought that was cool. Um, I just like how the, the PTSD in season four very I really brings it's... it in. And him interacting I think it's with it's
0: yeah Yeah, that's what i wanted to talk about him interacting with his family and they're like oh what are the devils of what is it paradise like or whatever there's that whole monologue and he has this like little monologue and like the worst things he can think of is like the potato stealing and just like everyday like normal shit that everyone has to deal with regular human flaws and like they're they're, they're, the whole family like his mom they're just like oh my god
1: yeah and i think that's It could be you couldn't in, interpret it as like, wow, holy shit. I can't believe somebody would act like that. But I think if you look at it a little bit deeper, you can sort of see like in and in like that. Oh, my God, this these are literally the worst things. These are his war stories that he's coming up with after being behind enemy lines and living there for, you know, half a decade or whatever it was. And
0: this is all and he has this to say. this is
1: what that. my people are suffering for. And th- like and maybe she's just trying to shut him up because, she, yeah, like. These are things she doesn't want to know because if she does know, then uh, like you know, her life like, might yeah, be shaken.
0: Asked. Isn't that what they asked him though? Like, hey, what is like the worst things that they do over there or whatever? Like, what, what was, was life like? like? Yeah, and like oh, the yeah. worst thing that he could really even think of was just that. What was it? Sasha stole the potato gotcha or whatever.
1: Stole a potato and and trying to break in it in front half. of the yeah yeah in front of the and drill sergeant. The sergeant less than half. That wasn't even close to half. He he spends, Reiner spends a long time on the potato. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and That is true, actually. <laughs> but, like, it's just insane. And I think it does kind of, like I said, I, th- I think they do a good job showing how war is, like, a two-sided thing and that neither side is really all like, that much
1: in the right. And really, the only people who suffer are the citizens. Oh, yeah. Because, For sure. and obviously, you know, the Eldian, I guess you could say the Paradise Island military doesn't exactly not suffer. They, they, they everybody on that island suffers, but the elite Marleans are, aren't suffering yeah, the at all. Military, and I guess, police and and I and guess yeah, the elites in, uh, in Paradise are also not suffering. So yeah, it's really just the lower classes that are really just mm-hmm. struggling during war. And, that's and they're like, the ones who pay with their lives as well. Yeah,
2: it's the truth of real life though. I mean, you got to think like even...
1: Like, it is. It's a very good uh, analogy yeah. for it. Yeah. Absolutely. People said
2: I saw some controversy for season four saying that it was anti-Semitic.
1: Uh, you can definitely draw parallels.
2: I don't think it's Jewish inherently
1: anti-Semitic? It's got, it's
2: got some some parallels with World War II and just the Holocaust and, yeah. and that, but like I think people are crybabies. Yeah, I was going to but... say, I
0: don't know how you can compare that to like because, like, it's it's Eldians, and they're being, like, used because of, like, their race and all that, but, like, they don't really, like, compare to, like, the Jews at all. Uh-uh.
1: There's definitely parallels there with the armbands. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's parallels. Uh, yeah. in,
0: and the camp like, set
2: up in Marley and stuff.
0: Yeah. it's more you of a parallel of World War II and, like, kind of, like, you know, what happened in World War II. But they're not being anti-Semitic in the show. They're just doing that World War II parallel.
1: And yeah. I think it's it's really interesting too that um they're very fearful of the Eldian people for being able to turn into titans, yes. and they are the ones actively turning them into titans <laughs> <laughs> all the yeah. time. They're the ones who yeah. are doing it, and it's like, well, if you would all just fuck off, then we wouldn't have any issues.
0: But that's just it—is like they're terrified of these titans, but like they also know it's their, like, greatest weapon against every other country.
1: And, like, the time is sort of running out for Eldians because as soon as they're not useful to Marley, like, who knows what Marley's gonna do or pull off, you know? Exactly. Well, yeah,
2: because they're reaching that point with, uh... They had to airdrop the Titans on there to take out artillery because if they deployed Titans on the, the front line without, like, the Jaw Titans armor and the Cart Titans armor, they would just get lit up and destroyed. So that time is coming for Marley where they have to... think of a new a new way to hold supremacy over other nations but
0: so didn't one of the nine titans get hit by that
1: like titan killing weapon or whatever and like it was reiner Reiner. yeah and he's the armor titan yeah that's that's really cool Um, what do you guys uh i guess have like what are you looking for in part two of season four coming up
2: i'm not gonna say much just because i kind of know what's gonna happen yeah
1: okay fair but But i'm looking
2: forward to a couple of
0: moments so I'm hoping after what you said about Aaron and that this might just be like some master plan of his to like turn it all around and like save the people of Paradis without actually, you know what I mean? Like not. I don't think he's gonna be like everyone. A,
1: I don't think he's gonna be like a Jesus character or anything. No, I just no, think no. He's not like some messiah. He's got something a little bit better up his sleeve, I think. And I going into it, I really hope that there's a time skip, just because I like time skips. I do like time skips.
0: I also do want to see falco i think get the attack titan i think that's what i want to happen
1: i think falco also getting the armor titan in general because aaron's yeah. got a fight left to fight one of those and I two think, i think um reiner's only goal right now is to keep uh make sure gabby and and uh falco are safe I, and if he if he if he, ha- he doesn't yes. want to pass it on but i think reiner will pass it on if he has to so i think it's more likely that falco gets the armor titan but who knows
0: I think it is more likely, and I think that that would be what they're kind of hinting at, but it's like you said, that very opening cinematic, and that reference to Aaron just kind of gets me like wondering, like, does he get the Attack Titan? Is this where we're going well, with this?
1: I think that there's really no context where, in a fight, that, like, you know, I think the Titan yeah. has to be willingly given in this context, so... I don't know. It could be good. I hope there's a time skip. That's really all I have to say about going into uh, well season four.
0: My looking uh, about skip? Is how much time does Aaron have left?
2: A
1: uh, year well, or so. I don't, so. Think. I don't think any of them. Is. He doesn't have a lot of time. Less.
2: I know Zeke has less. This is like up within the year. I'm pretty yeah. sure.
0: Because I know that both of them are running out of time. So, I'm hoping that we see like the resolution of.
1: And there what's won't be currently a time happening, skip. and then there w- like is
0: him. a time skip where Falco has like either one or a few of the Titan powers, right? And it is just kind of like him trying to clean up everything else, at, like the end of the Titans or whatever, right? I think that's what's going to happen. Is we're going to have like Falco is going to like be the one trying to lead everyone out of this like time of the Titans. If
1: so, we move
2: on to closing yeah. statements.
1: All right. Yeah, I yeah, guess yeah. I'm uh, cautiously optimistic about uh, season four. It's a show where I'm really on the edge of my seat while I'm watching it. And I have a discussion, you know, right when I see it. And then I kind of just forget about it because of the gaps between seasons are so fucking <laughs> long. Yeah. And I just can't get excited for it. But I will get excited for it probably a couple days before the first episode comes out. And I'm pretty f- sure that it's going to be fucking awesome.
0: i I completely agree with that i cannot wait to see where this goes i have a few ideas for what i think is going to happen and what i want to happen but overall i'm just excited to see what they come up with
2: nice i um there are a couple manga panels that i am very excited to see animated i'm excited to hear (laughs) the new soundtrack i want to see the new opening oh we Uh, didn't even talk about the opening
1: this opening was the best opening ever. I had it stuck. I was yeah. singing it uh, all the fucking time. The whole time that the, the show was airing, uh Lauren just kept going, are you fucking singing Attack on Titan again? And I'd be like, yep, I don't care. It's fucking awesome. It's in my head all the time. It's a great yeah, opening. That's a great I opening. agree, yeah. It, it is um, amazing.
2: A couple things I wanted to bring up just before we moved on. What's uh, the... Reiner's dual personality thing, what really sells me on that is the flashback in season four where he goes back with Annie, Bertolt, and uh, Marcel. And seeing that, I'm like, whoa, yeah, you are a fucked up man. Or like, mentally, that is. Uh, Another thing...
1: Also, he just had to live his life as somebody he wasn't. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: But uh, one other thing I've seen passed around a lot uh, since... Bertholt and Reiner have been known of being the colossal and armored. Is in season two when they're on that big like tower and the beast titan is fighting them. You know when Ymir turns into a titan. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Reiner Berthold, almost does. Bertholt almost does. You can oh, see him in the background. Does? Yeah, almost biting his his thumb.
1: <laughs> what the fuck? Why?
2: He'd <laughs> <You'd> kill everyone. <laughs> I know. Don't I don't know everyone. why you would.
1: <laughs> it's you know why it's because Bertholt is a stupid fucking character if they forgot I, to I actually no one, write. Yeah, no
2: one cares about
0: him. <laughs> They were like, "Yo, Beritolt's just gonna go uh, colossal right here and accidentally kill everyone. Show's over. Thanks for watching." That's it. Oh, that's okay,
1: all. Okay. Do, do we want to? Do we want to move on?
2: We can move on.
1: Let's all do right. it. All right. I this... am excited. I am more of a movie guy than you two are. I think, and you guys are bigger anime fans than I am. But um, I'm pretty cool. excited. To, I'm more excited for the movie sections of these. But um...
0: I'm gonna. I'm gonna stop you right there. Because now we have our intermission where we talk about upcoming stuff. Oh, and stuff like that. Yeah. Oh, little, are we doing that mini now? section? We're no, doing we that can now. Do it.
1: Okay. Yeah. For a sure. Break. Um. Yeah. So I guess for our intermission, we want to do something where we sort of just talk about something that we saw in the last week, or something we saw recently that we just wanted to talk about that we didn't plan to talk about. So I guess each of us is going to have a couple minutes to. You know, say whatever they yep. want to say, make make some individual personal recommendations that uh, our listeners can, uh, f- you know, potentially follow. So I guess, does anybody want to start with anything that they've seen in the last couple weeks? weeks? Uh, Vincent, you want to you want to start us off?
2: Yeah, sure. Um, so I've got two things I've watched uh, while leading up to this podcast that I thought I'd talk about. The first one was I came back from a trip to Kansas City uh sat on the couch and
1: whoa scrolling
2: yeah i know uh <laughs> scrolling netflix and i saw twilight the first twilight movie so i watched that to its completion and i've gotta say
1: who
0: i enjoyed Hold it on. it was when you um, say to its completion do you mean like all the movies like the entire series no, god, no. That oh god no first i was about to say damn played.
2: What ended up happening was I watched um, most of it, and then my roommates kind of filtered in getting off of school and work, and we finished it. And then I was like, hey guys, did you know they had a CG baby in the last movie? And they were like, nah, uh. And so. We oh went my to the God, last that fucking movie. CG baby. Yeah, we went to the last movie, looked at the CG baby, and then I remembered they had a big war at the end, and so we oh watched my God. the war, and then, and then they do the it. thing.
1: And then they do the thing where it's, oh, it was all a it dream! It never
2: happened! It was yeah. all in the... Wait,
0: wait, wait, hold fuck. the phone. Time out, time out, time out. You mean the entire Twilight series? No, no, no no, no. no, 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 not no. the was all a dream? Okay,
1: let me give you some context here, Lance. I've never all, seen any of these. Bella has a fucking... Bella is the main girl
2: Yes, yes. Yeah. She has that. their
1: fucking baby and the baby grows up to be like 10 in like 5 and, seconds
2: Yeah, in five and days they're all lined up
1: in this fucking field that they paid no money to be in because, you know, sets are expensive they have all the good guys lined up on one side and all the bad guys lined up and then they just tear shit up beat the fuck out of each other for probably 10 to 15 minutes and then it all just blinks back died. to the way it was Characters die they're getting their fucking heads ripped off it, yeah, and then it just blinks right decapitated. back Decapitated It just blinks right fucking back to the beginning. The bad guys go, oh shit, that sounds bad. And then they just leave.
2: Yeah, it would be bad if we did that. And then they just go. And then
1: they just give up.
2: Yeah, I hate stuff like that. That's Because
1: vampires aren't used to seeing heads ripped off of things.
2: But the first movie is genuinely, I would say, worth a watch. Just because of how bad the acting is. And how (laughs) bad just... It's... I don't know. It's it's enjoyable. But it's one of those
0: good bad movies where you're like, all right... Yeah. It's so bad it's entertaining. My like, friend is
2: the, maroon the situation.
1: The spider- What? <laughs> is the spider monkey line in it? Spider monkey. Hey, hang on tight, spider monkey. Is, I think does, does he when say she that? Hops
2: on, I'm pretty sure Edward says that when she hops when on. When she his hops back on or his something. back. Mm-hmm. Is that in the, the running movie? is just hilarious, yeah. <laughs> oh
1: my sure. god. I fucking I haven't seen anything on this fucking awful series of movies since they came out and I remember everybody making fun of the shitty running
2: yeah the running there's a bit where like she's talking to him and then he like turns away and he like jumps from rock to rock and the rock is like s- or he's slow mode and like it's fucking horrendous the what special a horrible, effects they use
1: what a bad but, style God. for such a big budget movie because that's pre yeah. hunger games and as far as I remember the Hunger games adaptations are better. All oh, yeah, right, sure. as movies, gonna uh, move not us along. Those on are fantastic, but all right, yeah. moving, moving on. Moving to The next moving thing on. I wanted to talk about, second. yeah, <laughs> <Five> <laughs> the, <minutes is> fine.
2: <laughs> the next thing I wanted to talk about was um, this show on Netflix called Alice in Borderland. It's pretty, um, yes, pretty good. I'm now four episodes in, so I haven't seen the whole thing, but it is definitely worth a watch from where I am at, and it's basically a this guy and his two friends are running from the cops, and they hide in this bathroom. And when they come out, everyone in Japan is seemingly gone and vanished. Oh, they it's an it, anime. No, it's no, a live-action action. Japanese. Oh, shit. all right. Yeah, um, it's on Netflix. But I just added it to my
1: list. The, yeah, I have to add that to my watch list then.
2: So they get this message that says, "Please proceed to the game arena." They go to the the arena, and it's basically like this. Every episode is a new quote-unquote game that's like a a kind of a not as grotesque and uncensored saw trap, but like kind of a mind trap slash you will die if you fail the game type of thing. Uh, It's pretty good. I liked it. The difficulty of the the separate games are based on like playing cards. So the higher the number, the harder it is. And then the suits determine which type of game it is. Like if it's a team game or a physical game. I would definitely recommend it. The acting in it is is a one. Uh, <laughs> it's pretty fantastic.
1: I expecting pretty terrible acting because of all the shitty live action adaptations of anime. Oh, there's I some shitty live
2: action. Hold on. And it, it was a manga first, which okay. is interesting, but it does not have an anime. I don't think that was my question. Yep.
1: I'll have to check it out. All
2: it's right. That's not what I'm recommending, by the way, at the end of the episode.
1: <laughs> that, yeah, that, that's fine.
2: <laughs> Uh, Lance, do you want to go? Uh, yeah,
0: uh, so I actually don't have a whole lot to talk about for this one. Um, I just wanted to talk about Star Wars Visions and how okay. pumped I am for okay. that. Yeah. So I, I can't wait. I watched the trailer. I've watched the trailer like three three times now. I Me think. too. It is so good. Uh, as a kid, I loved Star Wars. I watched all those movies more times than I could probably count. Um... And now, now that I am a massive weave and have a distaste for the n- current newer Star Wars stuff that they're putting out, um, I'm so hyped for this because now they're combining something that I loved as a child with something that I love now, and I'm so excited for it. I I can't wait to watch anime Star Wars fights, and then not only that, but Star Wars waifus. I'm really this excited.
1: You know what? Yeah, I'm excited oh, for yeah. it too, but for slightly different reasons. Um, <laughs> it, it being uh, something that's fucking unique and uh, not yes. creatively bankrupt is something that I am excited for. Some Star Wars that I don't immediately forget after I watch it.
2: I like that it's an anthology.
1: Absolutely, yes, yeah, and that too. That. And the different animation styles is going to be great. Oh, yeah. I can't
2: wait. Traeger.
1: Yeah, I, yep,
0: yeah, Traeger doing one. Yeah, Traeger's doing Traeger. two episodes.
1: I saw really? that. Yeah, yeah, I saw and yes. I just instantly recognized the trigger art style. I was like, "Wow, well, <laughs> yeah. that is uh, that's trigger right there. Yes. Yeah, is. there's some big names attached to it, too. There are like, like uh, Joseph Gordon Levitt and Neil Patrick Harris are in it, as well as uh, uh, Alison Brie, Alison Brie. Brie. That's yes. her name. Yep. She's in it. Yeah. So that's interesting. Allison Brie.
0: Yeah. Uh, from the community. From. Yeah. Oh, from the I haven't watched. Yeah. The community. Yeah. But She's
1: but I, uh I Diane and Bojack Horseman. She's a she, pretty talented voice actor. Yeah, she, she also she did, does. She does anime dubs as well.
0: Yeah. The <laughs> weathering with you. She was the girl in the weather. And weathering yeah, with you. That yeah. dub. Yeah. Which that was a hell a good movie. It, yeah,
1: was. it was. Maybe somebody will recommend is, it someday.
0: Yeah. Wink, wink. Sorry, you're right. My bad. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, I guess uh, I'll go. I saw Bo Burnham's inside and it was fucking awesome. It was. Probably one of the best things I've watched. in like recently, uh, it's definitely Bo Burnham's best. Uh, I don't know if you guys know anything about it, but he produced it entirely in one room, yes, during the pandemic, over the course of a year, completely by himself. And, it, the man just exudes raw fucking talent and I am so angry that he could do something like that and I can't. <laughs> because it is I insane agree. what he is capable of and I think I mean he just really sat down and put his dick to the grindstone and really pumped out something that's not only just like funny but stylish, uh, very yeah, also, very fun to look at and the music is just phenomenal. Yes. I've been listening uh, I'm to looking the soundtrack. At
2: images now and looks wacky I it will is definitely. makes a hey, I don't lot know if you of like, good points
1: yeah i don't know if you guys uh know about bo burnham and all but i watched mm-hmm. his specials uh, a yes. couple years ago and they were they were pretty good i don't watch comedy specials and he really just combines comedy with music and he's definitely uh solidified himself as a better <laughs> musical artist than a comedian, he, he's pretty funny, but in a pretty nice. It, you're, you're really paying for his personality when you watch his his stuff.
0: He does an amazing job. He's very right. talented. Yeah, and this one was,
1: you know, and this one was pretty raw and emotional and uh personal, and it was, you know, like I said, entirely by himself. He wrote and directed it, and I think that's something that can really only come from somebody who grew up uh, on YouTube. Yeah, because he um, is a YouTuber, or he
0: was a YouTuber. I still got to finish it. I. I was drunk and sad at two a.m., so I stopped <laughs> watching it like, I with half an hour to the end.
1: I don't think I was bored a single time. Every every bit tops the last bit, and it's primarily music. I don't know if you guys. Oh yeah. Uh, have Limited
2: seen. series or movie? It's a movie. Okay. Yeah,
1: it's about I, an hour twenty four minutes. It's basically a feature length movie. I wouldn't consider it a comedy special at all. I really
0: identified with the scene where he was like laying there with his head on the pillow, and he kind of just let out that sigh. Just. Yeah,
1: and and it's i inter- horny. And yeah, and I'm
0: like yeah, yeah, all the time. Gotcha.
1: <laughs> yeah, and it's like intercut with him editing and actually like paying attention and screwing yeah. up, up the songs and redoing the songs and and uh, like you know going to bed and things just so very yeah, simple. Things. I liked how every he just the room was at the start. Time. The room oh, was yeah. mostly clean oh, yeah. at the start, and then as
0: yeah. it goes, you can just see that with like. It kind of like mimics his mental state throughout the entirety of this pandemic and him being locked in that room, making content the entire time. The room goes from like nice, clean, like set up so he can record and do good things. And then towards the end, it's like it's just like him going, I'm recording right now. But the room's a mess. Everything's a mess. And this is is just this is just how I feel currently. He he never even gets a
1: a haircut during the whole film. So his mood Um, gets more sour and his hair and beard gets longer and the jokes get darker. At one point, he makes fun of uh, a girl's dead mom. Uh, He he does some very cynical, uh, like, you know, world political commentary stuff. And if you can choke that down, then I think you'll enjoy it.
0: It was it's 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 the journey. it's adventure.
1: absolutely an experience that everybody needs to have because I, agree. It, it, I love Bo Burnham's inside, I would give it a, a nine out of ten, ten out of ten if there weren't some uncomfortable parts. But I guess <laughs> well, what can you do? <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Not even talking about the naked parts. The dude looks pretty good naked. Yeah, I was pretty shocked. I was like, he did wow. a really good
0: job mimicking a uh, white woman's Instagram. I thought that he, he, he really, did. really good in those pictures. Yeah,
1: I have that song stuck in my head <laughs> I Yeah, the music and he really, he really just went balls to the wall on the, on the music. Oh, yeah. It's it's definitely better than the comedy. I would say.
0: I agree completely. It's his best work today.
1: Yeah. If you like Bo Burnham, I mean, even if you uh, like have, haven't seen the original specials, uh, we, we immediately went and watched uh, make happy the next day and it, it really added to it. Like you can see his growth. Oh yeah. It's very good. Bo Burnham inside. All right next
0: up is, uh, is your, yeah. actually the segment you wanted to, to talk about the most. So I'll let you, you yeah. go ahead and enter this.
1: So, uh, yeah, we're going to talk about the movie next. This is something that I saw roughly two weeks ago and I was instantly talking to Lance about it. Well, I guess I watched it with Lance originally. Yeah. Uh, we talked about, um, actually starting the podcast. Cause I had so much to say about this. Uh, it is a movie like a- that came out in 2019. It was a, Best Picture nominee is called Jojo Rabbit, directed by Taika Waititi, and it is a very good movie. It's about a uh, a young German boy who is in the uh, Hitler's youth, you know, army. It takes place during World War II, and he discovers that his mother is harboring a young Jewish girl, and he is just dealing with that. Dealing <laughs> like with dope. that
0: both things we're talking about today are very uh child soldier focused
1: yeah they really are yeah, yeah. and this this one like it's thematic yeah absolutely is, and, yeah and this is like a, a comedy and a drama as well as just a wow yeah it's a, it's a, a, a comedy, comedy yeah. until you get to the the end in my opinion you get and to it like yeah
2: it's a bit depressing yeah
0: a little bit to like yeah. the it's like a little bit past the middle and you're kind of like oh this isn't a comedy anymore
1: it's a dark comedy. I yeah, I, I enjoyed yeah. a lot of the humor in this movie. It's very uh, cute and wholesome moments. Very dark. It has very high highs and very low lows. Um, there's Definitely. not. I wasn't bored at all throughout the entire movie. It was uh, very funny, especially the bits uh, where they just shit on Nazis the whole time. I <laughs> love that part. I think what this I liked is, most about the movie, though, was like there's a lot going on, but it doesn't feel overloaded. There is a lot going on. You are right. And like there's the gay characters and there's Jojo dealing with the Jewish uh, girl and and her uh, just trying yeah. to twist his vision of Jewish people into something that's uh, uh, better, even without her even intending it to be. Because he has, you know, she's a little bit older than he. Um, he starts to develop a crush on her, even as she's, uh, you know, talking about how. You know, Jewish people hang from the ceiling like bats when they sleep, and all yeah. that. And they, how they do the brainwashing, and and the whole time, Taika Waititi uh, directs and stars in this movie as Hitler, and he, he is a yes. he is a great He's Hitler. Excellent. He is an excellent Hitler <laughs> because he is uh played at, for just laughs the whole time. Uh, oh, yeah. Taika Waititi wore a fat suit. He didn't research anything on Hitler. He because he didn't uh he. Historically, has said that he that fuck doesn't deserve any uh, accuracy, or something along those lines. I agree, but
0: he did an amazing job. He did a
1: fantastic job playing a a child's version of Hitler.
0: Yeah. Okay. I guess that is something we should probably mention: is the Hitler version that he plays
1: is actually like what if like an imaginary friend of like JoJo. Yeah, because JoJo, you know, grew up in Nazi Germany where. you Know Hitler yeah. is idolized as this like fantastical, like you know, like super even says at one point he's, when he's, he's talking like, to
0: the other kid, like Hitler's my best friend or whatever.
1: Yeah,
2: and you should be happy with number two because yes. number one is reserved for Mein Führer or some shit like that. <laughs>
1: yeah, it really um, and there yeah. are so many good visual gags in this movie with the uh, uh Sam Rockwell's character, is you know, obviously there are a lot of uh gay. Undertones Inuendos, with him, yeah, yeah, with him and his, uh, you second know, second in
0: command is like lieutenant in or whatever.
1: Yeah, yeah, and he's a disgraced uh, army general. He's just really just fucking fed up with the war. He doesn't care
2: about it. I I didn't catch my first time watching, but when Jojo blows himself up in the beginning, uh, he gets demoted again. Uh, yes. I oh talk yeah. To him after he recovers, and he's like, Oh yeah, gets- I got demoted again because of you, and I'm in this office now
1: babysitting <laughs> <Yeah>. children. <laughs> yeah. Yep for him, because, you know, that's exactly where he needed to be for, you know, him to, you know, where he ends yeah. up at the end of the movie.
0: I loved how his character at one point was like drawing new uniforms and they were very, <laughs> uh, it was a very Flamboyant. Elton John. Oh, yes. Yeah,
1: the drag queen Nazi uniforms. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and that's that's another thing as well is the first time that I watched that. I I I like I just saw that as like a haha. Uh, German pride is is fucking stupid. You know, that's a very like. German sort of uh, thing where they think they're the best and they they dress like they're royalty, and this is what these are their troops that they have defending. And then the second time I was like, Oh, yeah, he's gay, (laughs) yeah, (laughs) and that's why he's doing it. So I think it's really funny. He's calling Nazis gay, and I think Taika Wati is a fucking genius for doing that. Oh, yeah, Uh, it's
0: he did such a good job of like
1: portraying Nazis as fucking idiots and still without doing it like a lighthearted having, way without it, yeah without having the characters be complete slapstick Exactly. Yeah. So uh w- this is probably the only movie I've ever seen with Rebel Wilson in it and she wasn't uh a intolerable yeah. Yes, exactly. She plays the she actually exact made kind. me laugh. Yeah, yeah, I was laughing the most at her where she's just turning around handing handing uh, Jojo a gun because Jojo's mother who's wrapping a her grenade her aunt, to Yeah, at the end. Yeah, yeah. And uh, she, you know, give that a marriage or whatever sarcastically (laughs) asks if Jojo should be handed a gun. And she's uh, Robert Wilson's character is handing him his papers or his posters he needs to paste. And then she hands him his gun. And her trigger is on the finger the entire time. There's a moment where she's speaking with uh, Sam Rockwell and she's just waving the gun around. Her her finger is on the trigger. She's uh, pointing it at his chest, you know, just, you know, not in a threatening way. She's just doing it without thinking.
2: Which is fucking
1: excellent because she's not in the military. She's just a woman because that's what the Nazis did towards the end of the war. Because they even made that reference where she was like, yeah, I've pumped out 18 babies for Germany. Uh-huh. And it's just like jesus yes.
0: christ yes but that's and what they actually all, did it's historically
1: yeah. accurate and these are all things that are like the nazi germany actually wanted to have happen and it's just like, so funny uh portraying these like yeah. absolutely bogus just ridiculous things that the nazis well, actually wanted
0: i studied a lot of world war ii history back at unl and uh that was one thing that like in world war ii like when, like, how Taika Waititi portrayed the Hitler youth is actually pretty accurate.
1: Yeah. And, and all they the sent them off oh, to these camps.
0: They were like, all right, women are going to learn how to be proper housewives, and, like, at the age of, like, 18, we want you to be pre like, get pregnant and make more babies for Germany, and the guy's going to go learn how to be, like, the
2: perfect soldier at, like, that young of an you're age.
1: You're going to learn how to fucking kill people. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah and at the at end, and I mean,
2: then... Yorkie is running around in paper <laughs> uniform
1: and that's a act, rocket also launcher. Accurate. Accurate. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, he's he's very proud. He's talking about how Hitler's dead and he's still running around. You I love know, how at the end he's fighting.
2: like, uh the Jews aren't so bad. In my opinion, it's the Russians that are the worst.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> they they're eat gonna, babies what is he and
2: sleep with their dogs or some shit. They fuck their <laughs> <Yes>. dogs. <Yeah. laughs>
1: and he calls them dog fuckers and baby eaters and stuff. That's it's fantastic. Insane. I love that. Yeah, I, I, I will say, say
2: you know, Rebel Wilson has my favorite uh, joke in the in the movie. Uh, they're talking about things for for Jojo to do since he got blown up, and yes. she's like, "Well, we need someone to walk the clones." And then it like cuts, and there's like <laughs> Just a bunch of Aryan children, like yeah. Aryan children all they together, all and the they same, look yes. exactly the same. It's that such like a throwaway oh, joke,
1: right? And those were actually played by the actors' uh, twin brothers. Oh really? <laughs> yeah, those are oh. his older brothers who are actually twins. That's really. Crazy. I don't. That's yeah, crazy. I don't know if you guys knew that, but yeah, they know. they were literally in it for the just that one throwaway joke, and then they didn't even mention. Oh, no, them the they were in it them. again at the very. Oh, end. they were. Yeah, I didn't yeah. know Because there's it's one shown, scene. they use
2: him as like yes. uh, bodies when kids are dying at the end. Oh
0: right. Because the okay. there's one
2: scene.
0: I think, I think she actually straps a
1: grenade yeah. to one of the clones' backs. That's, yeah, you know what? And go have one of the Americans. You know what? That sounds pretty good. Yeah.
0: And what the uh, you guys scene is them running out, and it's just like all, all the clones running out, throwing grenades and with, like guns and shit.
1: Yeah. Um. Again, spoilers. Something I want to bring up is uh the way that they frame the mother's shoes the entire time yes when she oh. walks into a scene at the pool like her shoes are shown first and they hold there for a while it's a really nice shot she has these like uh maybe they're brown and white uh saddle they're, they're shoes. white and red like white mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. red right and red yeah and she walks in on this like teal pool like backdrop and and jojo's laying there like just you know thinking and, and there's another scene where he's sitting by a wall and the whole background is green, The the cinematography That's in this one in this, well, that in was my very favorite shot. Yeah.
2: Yes. Yeah. That one of the big steps.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And the, and the, at the river and it the cinematography in this movie, like a lot of people have brought it up, but it's a very Wes Anderson. And like, I yeah. love yeah. Wes Anderson. And a lot of people were saying it was derivative, but like, how can you have like a color scheme like this and not have it be derivative of Wes Anderson? Like he doesn't, huh. this didn't look like a Wes Anderson movie. It just had some nice elements that were, very, you know, complimentary. It looked good. Yeah, yeah, and, and 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 the way that the the shoes are framed in the scene where he's walking through the the city square and there's almost no color. That's it's right all right there. Yes, it's all drained out and blue. And he just you see her shoes. And Taika Witi said that uh, they never show like you know her actually hanging there. That you just see hmm. her shoes. And Jojo looks up and you're you're still holding on his face and he's crying and hugging her. You know her her legs because that's all he can reach because he's so young, and he's crying and. and they do Taika kind Waititi, of show her. They they show her legs. I'm just saying. Well, they do that back drop one where he's like sitting there, like
0: laying on the ground, looking up at her. But you kind of see like just the behind.
1: Yeah, view. and the, the reason just, that they don't show her, her. Yeah. entirely is because Taika Waititi wanted to keep that as an in, a more intimate moment where only yes. Jojo gets to see her like that. Like that's not something for the audience.
2: Yeah. I uh, that I leads that was me. such a great a scene. one point I wanted to make is that I think um what's it? What's his name? Roman Griffin Davis. I think is his full name. Is uh, that the actor who played Jojo? Yeah, I think okay. he steals the show. I think he is by far the best uh, performance in the movie. Really? Yeah. All right.
1: By I far think, the best performance. Yeah. Okay, I don't I think, think
2: Scarlett Johansson comes close. I don't think Taika Waititi as Hitler is funny, but I don't think he has. Near the depth that uh, Jojo is shown throughout this entire movie. Okay.
1: All right. <laughs> Maybe Elsa. Disagree. We haven't
2: really talked about Elsa.
1: But... Yeah. I think we'll get to her in a second. Um, yeah. I really liked every, all the acting in this. Uh, I don't, you know, none of it's jo- bad. I, I, yeah. I didn't mean to yeah. say that, but I, I don't know. I think there's just so much that a child actor can do. And as much as he did, he did a pretty good job for it. I wouldn't say he's by far Phenomenal the best child performance, actor. Though. Yeah. He's good. same thing with his, uh, his fat friend.
2: Maybe it's just because you don't see many good child actors in, yeah. in a lot of movies. Yeah, I think you just that might really be... Amplified that I mean, give him credit. Well, the thing give is, him is credit
1: like where it's due, but none of that, a that, good actor. That was his first movie.
2: Yeah, really? that's a lot of child Damn, I was going to check his IMDb after this to see what else he was you know, in. I just pulled it up but... to see what else he was in. And
0: yeah, the first movie he was in, because he was also in some movie called Silent Night 2021, so I don't even know if that movie's out yet. It could not be.
1: I, th- I think that Taika TD's Acting in Scarlett Johansson's acting, and this was just phenomenal. I love Taika Waititi yeah. as, a, as an actor and as a director. I, I don't yeah, know if I don't know if I've simped uh, hard enough for Taika Waititi, <laughs> but um, I'm going to right now. I fucking love Taika Waititi. He
0: only like watch like what? How many of his movies after watching Jojo Rabbit?
1: I watched as many as I could. <laughs> he doesn't have that many. He's getting a Star Wars movie though, which is interesting. Yes, Yeah I, You were telling me about that. Yeah, that that's something awesome. that I'm very excited for, just because it's Taika Waititi and not yeah. because it's Star Wars.
2: He directed the, like the last episode of season one of The Mandalorian. I'm pretty yeah. sure. Yeah.
1: Yeah. He was on set for that. And I've seen pictures of him think... and seeing him with uh, in all his kiwiness and seeing him like on a <laughs> backdrop. Cause, you know, obviously, uh, Timara Morrison is uh New Zealander as well. Yes. Uh, like just seeing him was just such a strange contrast, I guess. Because before, um, cause he got Thor Ragnarok in 2017. And before that, he had done his biggest movie was What We Do in the Shadows. And I have yet yeah. to see that. But my mom I also loves that movie. It. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I've i been meaning to see that. And that actually got picked up for a show that's been going for four seasons now. I don't know if Does you guys he direct
2: every episode.
1: I don't think he is involved in it. Oh, and he's also directing a TV show. I believe it's on HBO called Reservation Dogs. And it's about oh. um, Native Americans on a he's reservation.
0: Yeah. I did hear about that and I was actually very interested in uh, watching that. I didn't realize it,
1: that was him though. It absolutely just looks like a Taika Waititi thing. I can't wait. I love it. I love all of his humor and the way he just has everything. Uh, his yeah. first movie, he he also directed and starred in. Uh, it's, it's very good. Um, he's got
2: a pretty good line in Jojo Rabbit where he's like, uh, they're talking about how he's saying to Jojo, he's like, when when you see where she's trying to get you to go in your mind, you go the other way. And he's like, and then when you, he's talking about mind power and stuff, and JoJo's like, so I use the reverse psychology? And he goes, don't complicate things. Just (laughs) use my backwards mind power
1: tricks. (laughs) My backwards, yeah, my backwards thinking. Yeah, I fucking love that. Yeah, because that's exactly what uh, JoJo would, you know, come up with. Mm -hmm. Do you guys want to say anything about Elsa at all before I kind of I.
0: Thought that she did a like her actor or actress i guess did a really good job and i thought she had a very interesting character
1: yeah
2: just he's an old off yeah. topic oh really <laughs> yeah she's in that movie she or does not do near her. enough near as good of a job <laughs> as she does in this
1: oh have you seen old
2: yeah i went to the theaters with okay. some friends oh. and it
1: you know i think anybody in a I think anybody in an environment where M. Night Shyamalan has anything to do with it has an excuse. <laughs> you know, he directed and starred, or
2: not starred, but was in that movie. Anyways, we're not talking about all. <laughs> we're talking about fucking Elsa.
1: Okay, so yeah, um, the Elsa, you know, she's the girl who's hiding. I think her reaction to Jojo is uh, more realistic. She's not just a damsel in distress. She knows exactly what she's doing all the time. Yes. She doesn't yeah. need his help. Uh, she's very independent, and I really like that uh, portrayal as a Jewish girl in the 1940s. That's something you don't see very often.
2: Yeah, yeah. I uh, mean, it's, her first it's scene is channel. very like, I mean,
1: intimidating. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Where yes. where, where uh, Jojo thinks she's a ghost, mm-hmm. and, and like she, you
2: see the hands come out of the yeah, the, and she steals shit. his knife. And Scarier she's than some
1: horror movies. <laughs>
2: yeah,
1: yeah. <I> mean, <laughs> yes. It's definitely an element to it. Um Yeah, I think. Have you guys seen *Inglorious Bastards*? Uh, no. It's been a while, but yes. It's she's very much like Shoshana, but uh, a more lighthearted portrayal. So, uh, yeah, I I loved her acting. I I thought she was, uh, you know, better. Like her acting across from JoJo was just great. Uh, I really liked their interaction. They really do. That's that's something that I'll give credit to the, the actor, the 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 kid for is. Their acting was just. Great. And it was very realistic. That's exactly how it goes. Uh, it, it's definitely realistic that Jojo gets a crush on her. Yes. Um, even though she's like a horrible uh, horrible fucking Jew. And he's been taught that his whole life. But, like obviously she's beautiful and he has a crush on her and you know when you're 10 and it, you know that's just how it is. And he it just he has these conflicting feelings and eventually that culminates in him like uh, killing Hitler in his mind after the real <laughs> Hitler's dead.
2: What well, was well, pretty weird. I'm not sure I totally got all the symbolism from it. But when um, so it's it's near the end when Jojo's like getting bread and stuff and he's at home eating bread. And then across from him, it's after his mom dies. Across from him is is Hitler eating like this huge like unicorn head. Yeah. Meat. Yes. And I was like, what that... the fuck? Does he that just that... mean he's imaginary or what?
1: No, he makes that comment earlier in the movie where he's going to go eat unicorn.
2: Oh, Where, really? when he leaves the I first time.
1: Yeah, he says, I'm going to go eat a plate of unicorn or something. Hmm. And that's another thing is that Hitler was a vegetarian in real life. And he was uh, very yeah. anti-smoking and he offers Jojo a cigarette. So it's just like it, the entirety of the movie. He's offering him cigarettes. Yeah, basically. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, it goes like it really compliments Jojo, like thinking like he doesn't know Hitler. This is just how he's yeah. imagining him, And this well, is awesome. how he thinks he is. The
0: scene that Vincent was talking about, though, like where he's sitting there and JoJo's eating like basically nothing,
1: and he's and angry. then Hitler's
0: got like this huge like feast because like, that's yeah, how mind fear yeah, yeah. doesn't
2: starve
1: and yeah just, he's
0: I think he's that's like growing. the beginning
1: like, yeah Jojo's he has his... really
0: starting to think like yo fuck Hitler he doesn't give a shit about us
1: his resentment is really growing in his in his head too because in his mind Hitler also killed his mother. Because yeah. the Gestapo are the people who, you know, go around and do that. Dude, um, the Gestapo are
2: rightfully creepy in this movie, man. Uh, yes. dude, the even only other in? movie I know that dude from is movie forty three, but goddamn is he creepy.
1: He's uh he's Wheatley in the Portal. In Portal oh 2. really? I yeah, hear that now that you say yeah. that. That that moment where he steps uh right up to Sam Rockwell and he's like towering over him and he's yeah. he, you truly, really get the sense that he's uh, he's really looking into your soul and trying to figure out how to fuck you over. Oh, yeah. Which is exactly how the Gestapo were. Um, that scene where they're all saying Heil Hitler. I think they said it uh, <laughs> 51 was... times in a minute. But is that Heil Hitler? Heil really? Hitler? Yes, oh, you know, you so know, I Heil, Hitler, Heil yeah, Hitler. Yeah, yeah. And he, he waits to do that after, you know, and then they all say it and Jojo has to say it a million times. And another a good part with the kids acting, you know, he starts out like Heil Hitler. And then by the end, he's just going Heil Hitler. And he's just kind of slurring his words and he just doesn't care anymore. And mm-hmm. he's just trying to, you know, do a good job. Uh, that, that part where he's uh, putting up the posters and his hand is going over the image of Hitler and it transforms yeah. between Taika Waititi and actual pictures of Hitler. I think that's great, too. Great yeah, another
2: thing with those posters is at the end of the movie, all the posters he's put up are falling off now, and he's like running his hand over them, trying to get them to stick back up. Yeah. 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 And it's, Very consistent. Like,
0: I loved all this symbolism in the show, though. Like, they did such a good job in that. And, like, and,
1: the all yeah. the, the visual gags are fantastic. I think that's the best part about the movie is the offhand things that the Nazis will do or say that just is just supposed oh, to be yeah. funny to everybody else. But that's just the way it was. And it's just played for jokes. And I think that's great. I, like I said at the beginning of us talking about this, I think this is the best way to shit on Nazis huh. is portray them as fucking as the idiots that they were. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, I just I love this movie. I, I would watch it oh, again yeah. anytime. Uh, the, the the style is great. Uh, I it, love Wes Anderson movies, and I love Taika Waititi, and I love war war movies. And this is just a perfect blend of all of them. Uh, it's one I of my agree. favorite movies of all time now. Um, I think my rating initially was a nine out of ten. I think I'm gonna stick with a nine. How about you guys?
2: I it's hard. Yeah i, like really you know I do not have to. I well I really just can't can't find a um a a reason to dock it any any like points or anything. But I, I still wanna say nine, but yeah not in the, know the same as way in German. But, but so right. I, I think... guess I don't know, yeah. you go Lance.
0: No, I've kind of in the same boat as you is like I don't know if there's anything that I can say like, oh yeah, I'm gonna dock at a point because of this. But at the same time, I'm very. I don't want to like give it a ten because it's like,
1: it's not perfect.
0: Yeah, I mean nothing's perfect. But if you, but but if just, you
1: think it's perfect, if it's perfect yeah. to you, then yeah, whatever. I, I think, mean, think I'm going about to go nine out of ten. All right, fair enough.
0: I think I'm going to stick with nine out of ten. But. Or nine point five. We'll go nine point five if I can No go half, 5. No no half, z's. No point, half z's. point. I'm giving it a ten out of ten then. Okay, all right. All right. I'm you giving it a 10, say, ten
1: You can say a nine closer to a ten or a nine closer to an eight if you want. I'm That's giving it a I, ten.
0: I'm just gonna I'm give it my, a ten. I'm gonna right. just throw it there. All right. I'm, I'm gonna... glad we're
1: disagreeing a little bit, because yeah. <laughs> if we were all gonna give it a nine and I was like, wow, boring podcast. Um, gonna give it a ten. Well now watch. I,
2: I think I'm I am Shut gonna go with a with a nine. I think I'm gonna go with a nine. Just cause It's very solid. I don't. I I think Scarlett Johansson's uh, role could have been maybe cast a little bit better. She does a phenomenal job. Don't get me wrong; she does great. But I think, I think I don't know. That's not like the one thing that's holding. I don't think anybody
1: else could have brought uh, the charisma to that role that she did. But I'm just gonna leave it at that. If you don't like, I've seen much of
2: her movies, so maybe I'll have to. I'll have to. Just see her her repertoire of different roles to yeah. get more of an appreciation for this. But um, yeah, I think I'm gonna go nine. Did we um, want to give a tier to Attack on Titan as well before we?
1: I'll just say yes. Attack on Titan is an S tier show. I'm gonna give it. Yeah, an, an I, show, I, I yeah. think it's undoubted. Actually, yeah, yeah, I don't even know why we would bring that up. But it's yeah, I one mean, of the ones we that it?
2: really got into it. Watch it if you haven't. We yeah, spoiled definitely. a lot.
1: Yeah, we did, but it's worth <laughs> it. Um, what do you guys think about the ending of Jojo Rabbit? I just want to go back to that. I fucking love when, uh, like, you know, one of my my favorite movie of all time is Fantastic Mr. Fox, which is a Wes Anderson movie, and it ends on like a, a you know, like a sort of like a dance moment, I suppose, with like a really uh, old classic song, and Jojo Rabbit ends that way too, and I think like it just left me feeling very good i just i really it's it ends on david bowie's heroes but the german version and i fucking love that song i fucking love the ending to that movie and it fits very well i, uh, I agree
2: yeah i agree i like i really liked when jojo and elsa are about to exit the house and she goes is it dangerous out there and he goes extremely because it's the same thing he asked his then, mom yeah. at the beginning yeah, i'm gonna yeah. say
1: that's
0: what his mom said
1: um
2: if or you if you haven't got heard his face fucked up
1: if you haven't heard uh, heroes by david bowie i think at this point if you listen to it that you'll just you'll just instantly think of this movie and you'll start to sort of sway and dance like jojo and i uh, also do so yeah that's uh soccerography, our first episode um i guess we should probably go into recommendations now uh vince do you want to start with the anime
2: Yeah, so I had a tough time picking between the two. I ultimately went for one I think we would enjoy a little bit more instead of one that I think I would enjoy more than you. So I decided to go with Tokyo Revengers. I don't know if you guys have heard or seen anything about this.
0: I've heard about it, but I haven't heard a lot about
2: it. I've watched the first two episodes, and I was like... I'll stop here and I'll just wait to watch it and then talk about the whole thing. <laughs> All
1: right, yeah, I got it yeah. written down. All right. Yeah. I'll... Is
2: that
0: a shorter anime or is it like just one uh, season? Like, what we got?
2: 20 episodes right now. It might actually still be ongoing. Like there might be new episodes okay. weekly. Um, so I don't know if we would want to wait to do that or watch like a set amount of episodes before diving off. All we,
1: can, we can definitely watch the first half and then do and just see that like I the don't. first 10
2: ish episodes or find yeah. a good stopping point between between there. All right. Definitely, yeah. Um,
1: yeah, sounds good. I'll have to put <laughs> that on my calendar because I'll probably forget. <laughs> You're gonna have to remind me. Um, well, I we've also been had two a weeks, time. so we're, we're good, right? Yeah, um, for the movie, I actually also had a hard time. I was gonna pick between Marriage Story or Anomaly. So. And I think I'm pretty much settled on watching Anomalisa again because I think it's something that you guys would never, ever, ever think of or try to watch because I had never heard of it until watching a very specific YouTuber. So Anomalisa is a movie directed by Charlie Kaufman. It came out in 2015. It's a stop motion animated movie and it is rated R. So I think it'll be very interesting. So stop is like a claymation kind of movie or like it's dolls, actually. So, oh. Okay. Very, very interesting. You guys should read the bio and watch the trailer before you watch the movie. we Will do. All right.
0: All right. All all right, right. All yeah, right. yeah, so Elias, you want to take us out? Yeah. All righty. So that actually concludes our first episode of Uh We hope you enjoyed it. And if you did, uh, head on over to Twitter, actually. We have a Twitter page at Um, If you like us, go ahead, follow Soccerotography on Twitter. And hey, uh, If you want us to review something, go ahead tweet at us, message us however you want to get a hold of us preferably don't track us down in person, that'd be a little creepy we won't (laughs) do all of the the suggestions yeah, we won't do all the suggestions but we will take, you know, some feedback and we'll take whatever recommendations you have and maybe we'll do a podcast on it but uh, that that actually concludes today's episode, so thank you for listening and, uh, you know, have a wonderful rest of your day Thank you. Bye.